la 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 I'm recording. I know, I just want I want to make sure I sound really good. Oh, okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the definition of fuck. <laughs> Today, I'm joined by my beautiful Gothic Quaid co-host. Sydney. What, what? I don't know. If, I don't like the word co-host because you're not like a. To me, co-host is like I'm the host, and you're like the. You're the co-host. next one. Yeah, you're the other one. You're the equal host, the heartthrob, the favorite of the pod, Sydney, <laughs> Brianne. Hi. (laughs) So enthusiastic. Justin. As you know. So, babe. So, babe. How was your weekend? It was good. What'd you do? I was with you the whole time, so tell the audience. We... Don't speak for me. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. Uh, We tore apart the washing machine. Yep. Mostly you. Mm. Because it was broken and fixed it. Yep. Which was a nice feeling. Tightened up the bearing. Mm Mm-hmm. Spun it around till it quit making noise. Yeah, no, it works. So it works. It works. Cleaned uh, it real well. Yeah, gave that's it a on real you. You deep cleaned clean. it. Good. What else did we do? Um, I made you your Valentine's Day gift. Ooh, yeah, it's not romantic. Okay. The whole day to everybody listening who probably doesn't care. <laughs> I made Sydney her her uh, Valentine's Day gift today, and. The whole day, I've been like, oh, I, I hope you like it. Like, it's not quite your vibe, but it's really close, but it's not, like, spot on the nose, your vibe. And to you, I say it, it is not uh, romantic. That's fine. But it's cool. I'm not big on, like, romance anyways. That's true. That's true. I'm getting caught up in the, um, what I've been fed by... The aesthetic of Valentine's Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is very much not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also finished one of your presents today. <laughs> What? Yeah. How? Just magic. While I was down here? Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know. Mm. I didn't even know. It would have been almost impossible to not know that I was doing it. I told you I was going to do it so you couldn't come downstairs. But if I didn't do that, you would also hear power tools. Yeah, I could hear the power tools. Yeah. The whole time. Yep, saws and drills mostly. I also realized that the spare room upstairs... There's that vent in the corner. Yeah. Leads directly downstairs. Like, it's not... There's no vent. There's no vents connected to it. Nothing comes in or out. It's just a fucking hole in the ground that goes straight downstairs. Weird. Mm -hmm. I was talking to your daughter. I was in the workroom, and she was in, I think, her room. Mm. She's like, Justin? (laughs) I'm like, yeah? Um, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like i'm running very loud power tools in the basement uh nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i heard her talking to you but i didn't know what room she was in i i'm assuming she was in her room but i'm not sure could have been the spare room too yeah i don't know we went to the uh park tonight yeah it was actually was nice. really fun we took our little dog rowan and she just fucking had the zoomies 
ripping around up and down the hill. <laughs> Little Chewini running fast. Like, she runs so fast that her legs look like the Scooby-Doo legs that just spin in place. <laughs> yeah. Just no legs. It's just her hovering. Yeah, it's like her hovering with, like, a brown shadow is what it looks like. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. She's like... <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. It's a busy week, though, coming up. Why? Uh, I've got a... Sorry to dampen the mood, but I've got a funeral tomorrow. Yeah. And then the next day, no, Thursday, we're getting the cat fixed. Yeah, see, I, we told you. fixed finally. We told you. Yeah. And then. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're recording this on Sunday, the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. We already did our Valentine's Day episode, but that was to, like, get you into the mood. To prepare, you know? yeah. And then now. If you're listening to this the day it came out, it is Valentine's Day. So, happy Valentine's Day. Hell yeah. Other than that, though, it was a really chill weekend. I feel like I say that every time, and I just forget about all of the shit that I've done throughout the weekend. <laughs> well, you do say that every time, but usually it's because you're not remembering, or, like, your idea of chill is actually, like, not chill at all. <laughs> all that means is that you weren't working from the minute you wake up till the minute you go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But this weekend actually was fairly chill. It was, yeah. By my standards. We got a little nap in today. Yeah, I got a fucking nap today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, by the way. Yeah. That was really nice. I took a little nap, too. I fell asleep for a bit. Did you? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, we were cozied up. Rowan was beside us. And then the other little human was... <laughs> on the other, on the side, side of the, of the couch. couch yeah just watching cartoons and she kept quiet the whole time when we napped it was nice that was so respectful and nice mm. she was such a good kid oh yeah we were just talking about that today how like blessed like child jackpot <laughs> yeah honestly it could be it could be an actual disaster and nightmare but it is not it is pretty smooth sailing for the most part mm-hmm. shouts out your parenting thanks <laughs> i guess shouts out yours too you know well, you've been you. a big part of her life for Two and a half years. Yeah, that's true. The most like influential years. Yeah. Because she could barely talk when you first met her. Yep, we talked about that a little bit. She called me Dutton. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was kind of the extent of what we talked about. And how she's forming like full sentences and stuff. So you've been there for like the most like important part of her brain developing into who she is, you know? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, gone from Dutton to like... um. How did the rings of Jupiter get formed? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's a long stretch, a long walk. It's nice. So, yeah, it was like a good weekend. Um, I feel like every once in a while I get this moment of clarity and I'm able to see my surroundings in the moment that I'm in as, uh, as appreciative of it as I should be. Yeah. I think a lot of the times we're moving so fast and everything, and this is it goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just you're going so quickly that you don't take time to appreciate what you have. Yeah. And I was just thinking today, like, well, today and many other days, I sort of assess my life and I'm like, it's insane to think that I'm here mm-hmm. if I go back five years and look at where I was at. Yeah, thinking back and being like, like if I were to tell myself what, I'm 28, like 21, even before I got pregnant with my daughter. Yeah. If I were to tell myself, or somebody told me that I'd be where I am now. Yeah. I wouldn't believe them. No. You know, I'd be like, no, 
we're an alcoholic. That's pretty much all it's going to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you were to tell five years ago, I was 21. Mm-hmm. So if you were to tell 21-year-old Justin, like, hey, man, you know, in five years, you're going to, like, be in a long-term relationship uh, with, like, a dream girl of yours and uh, have a beautiful home, a good job. I'd be like, well, that's interesting and all, but see, I'm just going to drink myself to death by 23. <laughs> so, I don't know. Wasn't planning on making it that far, so. <laughs> Fun theory, big guy, but I, I will be checking out soon. <laughs> and, you know, didn't happen. Yeah. No, it's crazy to think. It just, like... And- it sounds so cheesy, but it fucking flies by, you know? Really, it does. Like, you think about it, and you think about your life back then, you're like, holy shit, like, so much has happened, so much has changed, and it's almost like you remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know? I have a very hard time remembering most of my childhood. Me too. But for some reason, I can remember, like, my early 20s. Well, I guess it was only seven years ago, so. I remember my early 20s very well. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember, like... 19 to now very well yeah um i feel like after school like after i graduated was when my brain started comprehending life for what it was you know like collecting memories and stuff yeah because in school it's like the same fucking thing every day yeah you wake up you go to school you learn you come home you know you do have memories in between but they're not like vague it's the same shit every day they are vague yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're not vague at all they are very prominent they're extremely you- <laughs> vivid and i don't remember anything <laughs> no i have the same thing i don't really remember my childhood that well well we were just talking about that the other day i'm like i don't think that's a trauma response because i had a good childhood yeah i don't feel like i had any traumatic events that i had to block out or that i know of no i <laughs> you know? i was it's funny i was having that conversation with my brother like <clears throat> on tuesday yeah we were talking about our childhood and I just said like, you know, as I get older, I realize that I don't remember as much of it as I thought I did. Mm-hmm. And he's like, really? I remember like so much of my childhood. Man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I'm like, damn. Uh, yeah, not me, dude. Like people bring up stories with me and stuff. And I'm like, I don't even have a vague recollection of that. Yeah. It is just not there. Yeah. I know. Like my sister's brought stories up before. And she's like, do you remember that one time? And I'm like, nope. No. No, I don't at all. remember that at all. And some of it's not even like mundane stuff. Some of it's like a crazy story. Do you remember that one time we went on a family trip to Mexico? Nope. <laughs> I don't. No, I've, I've never, never been to Mexico, but okay. Never left the country. <laughs> Justin, we didn't move to the country till we were eight. <laughs> That's not true. But it's, I actually never have been to Mexico. But... I never actually have been out of the country. But there's stories like... um. Well, I'm not going to be able to recall any now, but just to give an example of what they would be like, someone would be like, do you remember when you got on the hood of my car and we drove, uh, like, on the highway? (laughs) And I'm like, no. (laughs) I remember not too long ago, because you've never had a milkshake. No. You fucking psycho, for one. Yeah, I know. I know. You never had a milkshake. No, I've never had a chocolate milkshake. Oh, sorry. That's the best one. So that's even <laughs> fucking worse. <laughs> I know. I've had vanilla milkshakes. They're yeah, fine. Well, it doesn't count. Okay. So you've never had a chocolate milkshake and you had brought that up to your mom while we were there. Yeah. A bit ago. And she told you it was because you were on a trip and she got you a milkshake and you didn't like it. Yeah. So she just never bought you another milkshake, but you didn't remember that trip. 
yeah. that happening. No, yeah. I literally don't remember that trip at all. And it somehow segued into you never having a chocolate milkshake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um I would have been like probably eight when we went on that trip, mm-hmm. but I don't remember doing it. It's at crazy. All. Nothing. I remember bigger trips. Like we went to Edmonton quite a few times. Um that's about it. <laughs> we had family in Edmonton, so we went there quite often. But Big trips. We like, went on, like, huge trips to, like, Saskatoon. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I remember we went on this crazy fucking trip. We, uh, we went to Rosetown this one time, and I tell you, we just, we stopped at 7-Eleven. Oh, my God. Wow, it was fucking crazy. Got the chicken tendies. Woo! Surprised I remember that one. It was crazy. <laughs> And then you wonder why you black most of your childhood out. <laughs> yeah, because it, you know what? I'm. I think it was just uh, my childhood was was mostly me looking at fields, <laughs> or listening to big trucks drive by. Yeah. You know, not that's a joke. Not to undermine the fun times that I had with my friends, but I just don't really remember much of it. Yeah. No, I've had friends bring stuff up before, and they're like, "Hey, remember that one time?" I'm like, uh, va- vaguely, but like. Mm. Not really. Yeah. It's weird. But, like, people say it's a trauma trauma response. Right. You I'm just like, shut it out. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't think I've... I don't personally think I've been through a traumatic experience. I've suffered loss. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life. Right. But I've never gone through something that's, like, traumatizing. But I guess maybe I just don't know the definition of traumatizing. I guess it can be different for everybody you know oh yeah some people get traumatized for being called a mean name yeah like in the in public yeah i i don't know exactly what the definition of traumatization is i uh i don't think i was traumatized as a kid but yeah i definitely know about the um like that's a trauma response your brain mm. shuts it out so it's, it's protecting you yeah. protecting your like emotions and stuff like that but hmm. um like i for one had a fairly good childhood other than the the bad things I would bring up is like being bullied, but that's not out of the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people get bullied. Yeah. It sucks, but you know. That's just life, you know. Yeah. Would that be trauma? Maybe. I don't know. Um my parents got a divorce, but like that's so regular. Yeah. Is that trauma? It could be trauma, you know, when you're young, you know. Yeah. Not now because you understand. But in the moment for your child, like being a child, it could be traumatic. That's or it true. is, you know? Yeah, I was like eight or something. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Yeah, and I then uh, I touched a little bit on before, like a little bit of emotional abuse from mm-hmm. a very religious uh, lady who was mm-hmm. in my life. But that probably is trauma, yes. Yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> those things I could go on, but I don't think it's necessary to talk about those specific stories. Yeah. <laughs> I know that like overall, though, I had a good childhood. Like, a really good childhood. Yes. It wasn't until I got into my last couple of years of high school mm-hmm. when I started developing uh, poor eating habits, um, depression. Right. Uh, and then after I graduated, I actually, like, I drank throughout high school just, like, fucking sourpuss and smeared off ice. Like, it wasn't crazy. Didn't you say you went to your first party at 12 <clears throat> years old, though? Yeah. Yeah, I started drinking young. But once That's I graduated fucked. high school, I didn't drink. Oh, really? I 
Like, I, it's not that I would say no to alcohol. It wasn't, like, straight-up sobriety. But you weren't going for it. I wasn't going dr- drinking. I Well, I wasn't bar age for one, but I was such a fucking stoner that I wanted to just mm. stay home and smoke weed all the time. I didn't care to go fucking drink. Right. It wasn't until I turned 19 and that I grew a dependency on liquor, I suppose. Like, yeah. I had alcoholic issues. And that's when it kind of, like, yeah, got bad. I think um, I started drinking fairly heavily when I was 16. Yeah. I didn't drink until I was 16, uh, but I took to it like white on rice. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the fucking best thing in the world. <laughs> Everything I want to be is uh, is this right now when I'm drunk. So yeah. like, I'm just going to do this all the time. I'm just going to do this forever. <laughs> oh, this is what that feels like, huh? Well, that's how I feel now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think about it and it's like, like I said, didn't have a bad childhood. Had some issues in my like in 19 to 21 then i got pregnant life kind of settled down for a little bit but like basically the point of this is that i've been through a lot of shit in the past Mm -hmm. and i still go through shit now however seeing how far i've grown since that like back even being 21 yeah is fucking crazy yeah it's insane i remember like not being able to pay my bills I remember at the t- like, time I had my daughter, I was renting a house that was like $1,100. That's so much. Not, it didn't even include the bills. So I still had to like register my car, gas, groceries, utilities, everything else on top of it. And I was working a full-time job. It fucking financially drained me even working a full-time job yep. to the point where I had to choose, do I want to go get groceries and diapers for my kid or do I want to pay my power bill? Yeah. So obviously I chose diapers and groceries and my fucking power got cut off. Like it was bad. Yeah. So bad, you know. At that point, I didn't think there was any coming out of it. I thought, well, this is it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, there's no getting better. I'm at fucking rock bottom and it's so hard to see the top when you're that low, you know. It, it really is, yeah. It's scary. But I know that a lot of people are still struggling like that. Oh, Hundreds definitely. of thousands of people still struggle with that, those options every fucking day, you know? Yeah. I can even think of a time where I lived in a house with four different people and uh, my buddy could not find a job no matter what he did. So it we would kind of help each other out whenever we could. And we had to like sell our, um, our PlayStation and like TVs and we had to just like sell things that we had to... Because we would make rent, but then we wouldn't have food. Mm -hmm. So we'd have to sell our shit to get money to eat. Yeah. It's... Rough. When you're at that point, you're like, oh, okay. Is this going to be it forever? Fuck. Yeah. Like, this is it. This is horrible. Um, What's the point? Yeah. I know that, like, people shouldn't have to work a full-time job and still struggle financially. No, that's That's so fucked. That's such a fucked. fucked up concept to me. You give almost your entire life to working a full-time job mm-hmm. and then to not have anything to show for it, it's it, it really does get to the point where you're like, why am I even alive? Like, No, for real. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Just wasting time, mm-hmm. all my time, for nothing. And then you'll get those people that are like, oh, well, you should have went to college and got a better job or a higher paying job. And it's like, I don't want to do that either. You know how many people I know that went to college and immediately 
move back in with their parents because Mm -hmm. they can't find a job in their field and then end up taking a minimum wage job because that's all they can get. And they're stuck with student loans. Yeah. To pay off their in debt, like thousands of fucking dollars. Yeah. So not only that, they're in the same position that we were, Mm -hmm. but also they have $100,000 in debt. Yeah. So shut the fuck up, trust fund boys. (laughs) No, really though. No, it's bad. I don't know. It's just, it's not for everybody to go to college. And sometimes that's, people love it, you know? I'm not speaking for everybody. There's people out there that go to college. They get their, like, their dream job. Yeah, it happens. They love what they do. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I just, I couldn't, when I was younger, I couldn't think of one specific job that I wanted to do forever no that was worth putting myself into debt you know by the time i was like 19 20 i had ten thousand dollars in credit card debt yikes paid off already like it's everything's good but like i was so fucking ruthless with the credit card didn't pay it the interest built up like it was bad yeah and that was bad enough on its own i couldn't imagine student loan debts like fuck that times that by 10 yeah no it's crazy and then the people that like go to college and then like yeah five ten years down the road they're not happy so yeah. it's like you're in debt, you're working basically to pay your debt off, you're not happy with your job, like there was no point in it whatsoever. That's a big thing too, is that even doctors, they work 18 hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yes, they make good money, but f- what do they have to show for it? They hand over so much of their time. Maybe they have a nice house and a nice car and a boat, but like when do you get to use that boat? Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like maybe you have a couple materialistic items to show for it. But you don't get to enjoy life until you're 65 when you retire. Yeah. Whoop do you fucking do? You know. You get, you get to enjoy your really expensive materialistic things uh, two weeks of the year because yeah. you're allowed to take vacation. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: Did you know that when the retirement age was set, it was back in I don't know the specific time frame, but it was back when people's life expe- expectancy was 61, mm-hmm. and they set it to 65. So, basically, they had the idea that they were just going to work people to death. Jesus That's Christ. That's fucked up. Well, I mean, and now, the reason they keep it is because um, you work until you're 65, right? And then you can retire mm-hmm. if you've been smart. Lots of people can't retire at 65. Yeah. But the reason they do that is because, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty clear if you think about it. By the age of 65, you can't work like you used to. Yeah. So now you're not very useful to those mm-hmm. people. So it's like, yeah, take the rest of the time off. Take the maybe, if you're lucky, 20 years. If that, yeah. You know, could be five, mm-hmm. could be 10. A lot of people die in between that time. No, it's crazy. You just work every fucking day until you die. It's fucking horrible. I had like a mini panic attack about it the other night. Yeah. I was like thinking about like just nine to five jobs and how like. Is that it? People just work every fucking day. They get two days off to not even enjoy their time because they have to go grocery shopping and catch up on things and do all these like the housework and stuff, things that are falling apart around them. And then you go back to work and you just do that every day for fucking 30, 40 years. That's it. Hey, That is what it is. That's life. I fucking had like a panic attack about it. I was finding it hard to breathe and I was just like this this is fucked up. Like, I know it's a thing. I've known it's a thing for a long time, but I was just, like, really freaking out about it. Well, it's, we are so, um, we're so programmed to think that that's normal because mm-hmm. we- Conditioned kids. to Con- think so. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Conditioned. 
because we go to school and that's sort of training us for the workforce. It's mm-hmm. like six hours a day, every day, but then you get the weekend off and then you get out of school and then you go straight to a job where it's five days a week, yeah. eight hours or mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And then you get two days and then you just do that forever. Like from when you're a little kid. Literally five years old. Yeah. You are trained to waste your fucking life away. Yeah. There was times where I contemplated homeschooling my daughter Mm -hmm. because, like, first of all, the school system is corrupt. It's very questionable. Um, I'm not going to get into that right now, but just the fact that, like, everyone's judged on the same educational level. Some kids excel in different aspects in life, but everyone's being, like, taught the same fucking thing in an outdated textbook but whatever i won't get into it yeah but i did contemplate uh homeschooling my daughter just because i wanted to give her like the experience of like field trips and going and learning about things you know like hands-on experience and learning through traveling and just like like living life yeah and not being stuck in a school system Mm. unfortunately that comes with your child not being as socialized. That's the biggest thing stuff. for me. When when I hear people are homeschooling their child, I immediately, I don't judge or anything, but I get worried yeah. that that kid is not going to be socialized enough. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I find that typically at the end of the day, the things that are more important is your social skills. Mm-hmm. It's great to be book smart and educated, of course, because that can get you a good job or something yeah. like that. But if you lack social skills... It's going to be very difficult for you to get that job mm-hmm. or f- like the unfortunate truth is you have to fit in with whatever scenario you're in. Yep. So if you have good social skills, you can make that happen. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. If you do not have that, you are fucked. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who are very like educated, book smart, mm-hmm. but they're dumb as rocks. <laughs> yeah. Can't hold like a solid conversation. No. Yeah. <laughs> they don't understand the beginning of like how people act mm-hmm. or how people are going to think. Or Just like, not emotionally aware enough to understand no, no. basic human concept. <laughs> they could tell you exactly how to write a picture perfect essay on something. But when it comes to excelling in a social environment, they're done. Mm-hmm. And that is going to fuck you. Oh, yeah. So I think that homeschooling really puts a puts a damper on the social skills of a person yeah i'd say so too unless you're like fortunate enough to have like friends and family with other children where you can involve them and get them socialized that way you know yeah yeah i mean that helps but even then i I don't think it's enough yeah that's That's just my opinion i hope that's not too controversial i mean that's just what you think yeah. yeah i'm not disagreeing at all i feel like that's the only reason i wouldn't homeschool her mm-hmm. is because of the socialization aspect i don't want her to miss out on that um but i guess like the point is is not schooling or jobs or anything no the point that we're trying to get at today is just like finding your life's true passion and like bringing them to fruition and becoming the best possible version of yourself no matter what you have gone through yeah essentially it's like play the best you can with the cards that you've been dealt mm-hmm. like i think about I've been through some shit. Everybody's been through some shit. Yeah. You know? Every single person on earth has been through some shit. Of course. But I know people who hold their past to this day. And they don't do certain things because of things that happened in the past. You know? Mm -hmm. I am, like, a huge believer in, like, if you want something, 
you just gotta fucking do it (laughs) you can make it happen you can make it happen yeah huge believer in that when you find something that you're passionate about like you you can't let anything hold you back you can't nothing that happened in your past fucking matters anymore no it's over yeah it's done maybe it was a hard time but it's done and there's nothing you can do to change it you got to keep fucking pushing forward you got to find what you love and like make that your future yeah i know that like i'm finally at a comfortable spot in my life i still struggle from time to time i feel like everybody does but overall i'm like content with the life that i have very content me too you know i'm happy with my life yeah yeah even while all that shit was going on in my life i was still just like yeah well life is okay it's still okay you know yeah in the moment i would have like negative reactions to the situation but overall thinking about it it's like things are good especially when you're younger Mm -hmm. um and maybe it's funny to say that at 26 but because i know at some point i'm going to be 36 and i'll think back to what i was acting like now and i'll be like child (laughs) but same goes you know 26 looking back at 19 year old me like Mm -hmm. overreacting to things that are are very easily solvable if i apply myself Mm -hmm. it's funny now almost yeah you know Mm -hmm. it's like really we had a breakdown because of that (laughs) you solved the problem yourself in like a week yeah that's the biggest thing that i like to keep in mind is that life goes on life doesn't give a fuck what happens to you no most no. people don't give a fuck what happens to you like you're the no. only one that's left to fucking play the cards that you're dealt you just gotta do it the best you can you know bad things are gonna happen but like uh you know my dad told me a long time ago that like if you want something you will make it happen yeah and i um i never forgot that he said that i sort of to an extent, live my life by that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe it's incredibly difficult right now and you feel like it's never going to get better. Mm-hmm. But it's true, I find. Yep. If you really fucking want something, you will make it happen. Yeah. It's that easy, but I think there has to be some sort of like... A, driving force behind it. There's got to be a driving force. Um, everybody's going to handle it differently. I find that I have sort of a competitive issue Mm -hmm. not with other people but with myself like or inanimate objects (laughs) like like, um if something's giving me trouble i immediately resort to this like i am going to win thing which can be unhealthy for my mental health however i do yeah you win yeah Mm -hmm. like no matter what if i have to get physically hurt to overcome this thing or like emotionally grind you know pushed into the dirt yeah i'm gonna do it anyways i'm gonna make sure i fucking win it's Mm -hmm. this weird like competitive i wouldn't say that's a bad trade at all yeah because a lot of people lack that ambition it that's what it is ambition Mm -hmm. and a lot of people procrastinate or are just lazy right and they just don't want to take that step to do what they want to do you know Mm -hmm. i know that like because i think a big thing of it is change change is fucking scary yeah for a lot of people for most people i would say everybody at some point a lot of people find comfort in where where they are Mm -hmm. even if it's shitty it's still comfort to them you know so changing your life can be fucking terrifying i know that yeah 
to get out of the lifestyle that I was in where I couldn't afford my bills, I was fucking like drowning in debt, like all this shit, mm-hmm. I had to move to a small town almost an hour away from everybody, all my friends. I had yeah. to get the fuck away from the city that fed my alcoholic tendencies. Yep. I had to cut off friends. I had to cut off people. I had to do a lot and sacrifice a lot to get to where I am now. To be healthy. To be healthy and happy, right? Yeah. I ended up buying a house. I got away from financial debt for the most part, you know? Like mm-hmm. like I said, I still struggle, but it's not as bad as it was. Yeah. And I, yeah, like I had to sacrifice a lot. And now I'm content. I have a house. My daughter's in a school that's, it's more one-on-one because it's a smaller school, you know? It's kind of just like an overall win, but I had to give up a lot to get here. I had to change literally every aspect of my life to get to where I am. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to that. I don't need to, I mean, I've I've rambled on about uh, things like that so many times, but Mm -hmm. I definitely can relate to that. I know that like we've both grown so much. And, like, we still have so much growing to do. Yeah, I mean, um, the goal is to, like, have that never stop. Mm -hmm. I I feel like a lot of um, typically older people, but some younger people as well, they they have this attitude where it's like, nope, that's just how I am. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. Sorry if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I've brought this up before, but that drives me really nuts. Yeah. Because it's like, well... I think kind of the point is to continue growing all the time, right? Yeah. Like, that's why we're doing this, is to become better and, mm-hmm. you know, pray, you know, uh, praise your higher self, yeah. get closer to that. Yep. I've always said, like, I am never stuck on one specific idea or belief. No, I ever. love to hear opposing ideas. I, yeah, I love it. If you can change my mind, I'll happily take the information that you give me to change my mind and do better. Yeah. I am not one of those people that's like, nope, this is what I believe. You're wrong. No. You know? That's so fucking annoying. And I'm not going to call it stupid. (laughs) It's a little bit stupid. I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to call it stupid. (laughs) (laughs) The point is, if you want to grow and you see goals for your future and you want a specific type of future for yourself Mm -hmm. you have to change yeah a hundred percent i um i i can relate a lot like Mm -hmm. i definitely have changed so much as a person in the last few years yeah for the better yes um i'd say everything for the better in the way that i've changed maybe there's some that i'm not just aware of that's gotten worse uh very possible uh actually one that's gotten worse that i do know of is um my like upkeep of friendships Mm -hmm. i definitely have a harder time with that now but it's nothing personal to anybody no like it's just um this is actually a point that i'd like to make to anybody who is currently going through like a life change right now to be better Mm -hmm. um it may not be the same for you but for me i have found it much more difficult to keep up with my friends yeah and some of my friends have reached out and said that that hurts them and that they feel like i'm not there for them anymore like that Mm -hmm. um that's not intentional no none of that is the case but i think the reason and maybe people who are like um purposely changing right now can relate it's because i am becoming a new version of myself so i'm mostly focused on me and inward looking and stuff Mm -hmm. so I, i have less time 
to speculate everybody else's behavior everybody else's yeah lives and yeah it sucks because i want to do more of that you know like i want to be there more for my friends mm-hmm. but i'm and it's been about four years yeah. now that I've been actively changing myself consistently. And mm-hmm. I still, throughout those four years, have not gotten much better. I don't think it gets any better, honestly. Right. Like, when I started actively working on myself more, obviously, like, you moved in with me. Yeah. An hour away from everybody. So, that on its own is hard. Yes. You know? Yeah. I really judged my, like, friends character on whether they came to see me or not right because i can go to the city at any point in time right Mm -hmm. but it's the ones who make the point to come out here and see me right and not a lot of people have done that so i kind of judged on that but also at the same time i was growing and changing who i was and bettering myself and i'm just kind of on this like it's like a highway you know that sounds like really fucking cheesy Mm -hmm. just on a highway going straight you can hop in at any given fucking time. Come with me. Right, right. Or you can stay where you are, and that's fine by me also. It's a nice analogy. But either way, I don't give a fuck. I'm going forward. Yes. I'm doing what I have to in my life to better me, and I'm not fucking stopping for anybody. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You could be my mom. Sorry, mom. I love you, but, <laughs> you know, I'm just not saying. Specifically like, not specifically you. Not specifically you, but I'm just saying, like, you could be the most important person to me right now, but if you're not willing to grow with me, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care. I, maybe that's selfish, but you got to be selfish sometimes to get what you want in life. I think that that's a big part of what I'm talking about when I when I say that. Is that I do feel like I've been selfish, but it's selfish to uh, benefit me. Yeah. So, like, is it selfish or is it self-care? I don't know. I, it's self-care, but, like, selfish has such a negative connotation behind it. Yeah. When you say somebody's selfish, it's like... That's such a negative trait to have, but I don't think it is all the time. It can be. It definitely can be if it's like uh, about finances or something like that. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, there are ways to be selfish in a bad way, but when you're being selfish to better yourself and you're leaving people behind in the process, I don't think that that's bad, personally. Yeah, and honestly, I don't even know if I, I... I definitely did, but I try not to view it as leaving people behind as much as I view it as just, like, a different road. Yeah. I've taken a different road, and you've taken a different road, and they, they're they going in different directions. Mm-hmm. I still respect the people. Yeah, of course. You know? Even, um, like, one of my best friends recently said, like, I feel like... We don't talk that much because, like, everything's going well and, and stuff like that. And and I was trying to explain, like, it has nothing to do with me being content and feeling like I don't have to talk to my friends. It's about I have so much going on right now mm-hmm. that I'm I'm spent. I'm burnt out. And the last thing I'm thinking about at the end of the day is, like, dick jokes with my buddies. <laughs> yeah. And as much as I want to do that, mm-hmm. I just don't think about it until it's like brought up with me because I'm so focused on um on things that I value as more important in the moment. Well, and I think that it's the same for everybody that like when you get into a relationship, you should never leave your friends behind ever. No, yeah. However, your relationship becomes first priority. Yes. You know, yes. especially when it becomes a long-term relationship and you see a future with that person. Mm-hmm. 
and you have like priorities, right? You have a list of things that become more important. Yeah. And relationships are on high regard. <laughs> They're like Well, top. they definitely should be. Yeah, they should be, right? And then you have your job and then you have like just whatever else is on that list, you know, it kind of, it changes as time goes on. Yeah. So sometimes friendships, especially like substance-based friendships a lot of the times, mm-hmm. it's hard to hold on to those and want to be there more when you have, you know, like a girlfriend and a child to go home to and stuff. You know, it's it, your whole perspective on what's more important changes. Absolutely. Yeah. It changes very quickly. Yeah. F- for the better absolutely yeah i'm not gonna say it's definitely not for the better like it is 100 percent. but uh it's still unfortunate you know especially when it's like your your close friends that it's not a substance-based relationship Mm -hmm. it's like just your straight up close friends and they're like man like you haven't been around it's like you're right yeah i haven't been and i and i'm sorry for that but i you know i haven't even thought about it until right now no and kudos to them for speaking out love and that. being like hey man like i'd like to see your face more you know like, yeah the communication yeah it's fantastic yeah like me and my best friend will go sometimes weeks without seeing each other just because work schedule or whatever you know life happens yeah our main form of communication is tiktoks <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every day but when we get to spend ta- like time with each other it's amazing mm-hmm. and then we'll like text each other like hey i miss your fucking face like haven't seen you in three weeks no yeah. we don't go that long but you know we start to recognize when we haven't seen each other in a while and we make the effort to change it. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish it was easier for me to do that. That's another thing is like my communication with my best friend is through text. I see him probably twice a year. Well, he lives close to four hours away from here. Yeah. You know, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. It's it fucking sucks, but you know, definitely can like, uh, um, make you can a better always, effort. yeah, try harder for sure. Yeah, there's always room for improvement. <laughs> Which I guess um, it I brought that up for a separate reason, but it made me think. Going forward, I would like to uh, work on that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like be closer with my friends mm-hmm. in the future. So, like working towards the future, I'd like to be closer with my friends. Absolutely, yeah. I uh, I like to picture what my life is going to be like. You know. Five, ten years down the road. Give me a, give me an explanation. Give me an outline. Like what five I years. See? Five years from now, what do you see? Five years, I want to own a different house mm-hmm. in the city. Yep. Um, it's going to be like a gorgeous, old school or Victorian style house. Yeah. Um, gonna have happy and healthy kids. Uh, selling taxidermy, and mm-hmm. bone frames and stuff oddities mm-hmm. i would love to own a shop downtown that'd be fun just have like a cute little fucking sell crystals and sage bundles and taxidermy and just like everything from like a three dollar crystal to a fucking thousand dollar piece yeah. art piece you know just have everything in between you keep saying i would like would you do you want like someone to own it with <laughs> maybe we'll see okay Okay, yeah. For now, sure. picture obviously you're there. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, just I a know. given. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> um, financial security is like number one, I suppose, obviously. Yeah, wouldn't that be fantastic? A podcast with like a fucking broad listening base. Yeah, know? even like a hundred thousand. Yeah. Something small, like a mill or something. Like, yeah, something just super tiny, like 
number three podcast in the world or whatever. Like, You're taking Joe Rogan's place. So, well, that's not going to be too hard. So <laughs> now. we got to fight hard right now. <laughs> he's on the downfall. <laughs> you know? But, like, I manifest that every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And if you want to hear more about manifestation and techniques, you're going to have to listen to my next episode, my next solo episode. Ooh. I'm just going to pop a little... Uh, shameless plug yeah shameless promotion in there if you nice. want to learn more about manifestation um yeah listen to my next solo episode but either way like i've sacrificed a lot and i'm willing to sacrifice more to get what i want yeah i'm i've come so fucking far since i was 21 22 25 mm-hmm. yeah you know in three years so much has changed for the better and i just want to see it keep fucking progressing i don't want to slow down especially no the last intention. 3 years yeah exactly last 3 years have been pretty insane mm-hmm. i don't want to see it slow down ever i want to keep pushing i've never felt more passionate about things the podcast the etsy store i've never like thought about a job and been like i could do this forever yeah every job i've ever had it's been like a temporary Till you find something better. Yeah, right? Yeah. This is something that I felt, I feel so much love and passion for, and I want to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. Until I'm at the fucking top, or at least my top. It doesn't have to be like top, top. Not the top. My top. I want to be like the best that I possibly can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, I love podcasting, obviously, right? Yeah. I do it twice a week. Yeah. Or no, once a week, but then... I do the horror jabber bi-weekly. Well, yeah. you guys know. You, you're, you're avid listeners. <laughs> um, I'm very passionate about the podcast. I will admit, though, I'm more passionate about Three Knocks. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of like my thing. Like, yeah. it's our thing. Yeah. But, like, for me, making art, making weird oddity art is, like my thing that's my comfort zone that i like i said earlier you know i disappeared for like two hours today to make a very fucking weird (laughs) thing for you today like that's what i like to do yeah um well like i'd say the podcast was definitely more my thing you know like we both love to do it yes absolutely and we're both equally in it but i was the one that was like we're fucking doing this bought the microphones fucking learn how to edit all this shit like i went hard into podcasting yeah and i yeah. was like hey are you coming with okay great let's do this like yeah it's <laughs> you didn't kinda, really have a say <laughs> it's kind of like um the podcast was your baby and three knocks is my baby and it's just luckily enough that we both are interested in both things mm-hmm. like you wanted a podcast really bad i i like podcasting i wanted to do it but you were like i'm fucking doing it yeah so you learned everything you needed to learn mm-hmm. and did it and the three knocks the etsy etsy store Store. Store. <laughs> I was like, I... Well, the first one I ever made, I made a ornate frame with a fabric background with mm-hmm. a deer skull that I cleaned and... It's gorgeous. Yeah, and I put it on there and that was the first one I ever made. Mm-hmm. And when I was making that and it turned out the way it did, I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever made mm-hmm. and I'm never going to stop making them. Yeah. I kept making them. Everybody seems to like them. Mm-hmm. And then I made... Uh, again, for the very first time for your birthday, I made a book from scratch. Yes. I was like, I fucking love this. And now I know how to make books from scratch. Literally leather bound, like 200 page journals. Stitched together, Mm -hmm. 
cut and and pressed and everything. Yeah. I don't know anybody else who knows how to make a book by scratch yeah. by hand. Yeah. So and I was like, well, I know how to do that. Those mm-hmm. are hard to come across, especially of the quality. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking start selling these things, and then you started making similar things mm-hmm. like bone frames and teeth frames and mm-hmm. crystals you know yeah and we're like okay perfect we both like doing this stuff and we're both good at it and we're both good i don't at mean it. to like toot our own horn but like we make beautiful fucking art i know that for a fact that's one of the biggest things i'm going to struggle with is wanting to keep <laughs> a lot oh, of the things God. that we make but i know that like we have to sell them because other people can love and appreciate it just as much <laughs> yes my point is we just started doing the things and now we are doing monetizing the them <laughs> and turning them into careers. Yes. Because I will never stop podcasting. I don't give a fuck if I have, you know, like how many listeners for the rest of my life. <laughs> There's like three fans out there. Like <laughs> for the rest of my life, I don't care. I'm going to keep What's podcasting. What's up, guy? <laughs> hey, fan. Uh, <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And same with the Etsy shop. Because yeah. creating art is such a fun fucking thing to do. I don't give a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Either way, we're just going to go. It's consistency. You just got to keep fucking going, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing is like you would podcast before you podcasted. Mm-hmm. You just would use myself. it as a journal. Yeah. Essentially. Yep. So you've been doing this. And then um, the oddity art that I would make, I would just make it for me. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't even post some of it. I just have it, make it, and put it on my wall and appreciate it. But then it's like, what if I could have this as a job? Yeah. Like, imagine. Yeah. And then you just start working towards it. I think that's a big thing for, like, anybody to realize, you know? Do you want to be stuck at a job where you're not happy? Or do you want to find what you love and what you want to do forever and do that? You know? Well, yeah, it's obviously, like, find what you love. Yeah. And do that if you can. You'd think that would be the obvious answer, but I know a lot of people that don't. That don't. And there's also this genre of person that I know that's, like, uh, they're young people, and they're still, like, well, if you don't work 100 hours a week, you're a fucking pussy little bitch, and you're an idiot. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, that or you're brainwashed because your parents are terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's all types of reasons. Or maybe there's just people out there that don't have genuine passions in life. That's true. They're just on autopilot. Lots Work, of people. sleep, eat, repeat, you know? There's a lot of people like that. It's weird. Yeah. But I'm I'm such a, like, fanboy about so many different things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to music or movies or just anything that I'm interested in, I could really talk about for, like, a very long time. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I have, like, a touch of ADHD because I hyperfixate on things fucking way too hard. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing. I could, like, anything you want to know about um, any band that I like, mm-hmm. I got you covered. It was funny. I told my therapist that I thought I had ADHD. Yeah. She's like, do you want me to talk to the doctor about it? And mm-hmm. like, you know, figure it out from there. I was like, I mean, it's not like life changing or anything, but if you want. And my doctor knows me really well. Mm-hmm. So she brought it up to the doctor and he's like, I don't think she has ADHD. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just straight up. Yeah. And they were like, we're not trying to like dismiss you. Like if you feel like this is a genuine problem, like absolutely. Yeah. But like we don't 
feel like you do. I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know how I live my life. (laughs) Yeah. They weren't trying to be, like, mean about it at all, but. No, just being like, don't diagnose yourself. Well, and that's what she said. She's like, if you actually have ADHD, we will take it seriously, but you will have to take medication for the rest of your life. And that is something that is really hard to get off your record. And I was like, like I said, it's not, like, life-changing. It's just I correlate with a lot of ADHD mannerisms. Yeah. The shit that I do. That's just, like, off topic, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, so for chasing your dreams, obviously like, the biggest step is to just fucking do it, you know, like Nike said. Yeah, like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Outdated meme. What's up? <laughs> but I have some like tips and tricks, I guess. Yeah. As per usual to help people. So the first thing you need to do is just like assess your life. Mm-hmm. Overall... You have to take a step back. You have to look at everything. From an outside perspective. Yeah. Is there something that you're lacking? Are you, like, unhappy with a certain situation? Whether it be a relationship, friend, job, whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. If something's not making you happy, we've talked about it before. You just got to fucking cut it off. You got to let it go. Yeah. You know? So that's, like, your first step, I guess. Because from there, you can kind of start understanding what changes you need to make. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... No matter what it is, if it's not progressing you forward, it's not really for you anymore. Yeah. That's just yeah. the way it is, right? Unless it's just like a fun thing, but... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. There's little tidbits, but I'm talking about the overall bigger stuff. Yeah. If there's something that's just not just not making you happy and it's holding you back, then you, you probably have to let it go. Cut it out. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, the hardest one would be embracing change. Mm-hmm. We covered that a little bit. It's very difficult. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But you have to just kind of make it happen. You kind of just have to fall into the change and just go with it. Scary or not, it's fucking hard. You know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. Extremely. But yeah. in order to progress, you can't continue holding on to the things that are holding you back. Simply put, you know. Yeah, it's sort of um, it's a battle of the minds because humans are so such habitual creatures so it's very very easy and comfortable and i don't know just easy to do things the way you have been yeah but it gets to a point where it's not fulfilling it's not um, like joy inducing Mm -mm. and then you have to understand like this is doing nothing for me i'm acting purely out of habit Mm -hmm. and then it would be a good idea to reassess that and probably change it like, I talked about it on my last solo episode. Which are called? Here we go again. There you go. <laughs> um, I talked about how oftentimes the thought of doing the thing... Is worse. Is worse than actually doing it. And that's almost always the case. Yeah. When you think about it, and you're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then you do it, and it's not that bad. No. I don't think... I don't know. I can't think of one time I've ever been like, oh, I don't want to do that thing. And then I do it. And I'm like, fuck, I hated that. I I wish wish I didn't didn't do do it. Yeah. You know, I'm always like happy that I did it. It's always that thought that holds you back. But when you can just like, you know, kind of jump over that and then just fucking do it. it Well, because if you have, if you have the thought that's coming up that you want to do it, it's there for a reason. Your mind is telling you something. Yeah. Yeah. So do the thing. Just fucking do it you know just like, do it 
<laughs> it will make you feel better and it will improve your life. That's mm-hmm. just a fact. Unless, like, I mean, now I'm getting into joke territory, which we haven't done much this episode. But I'm saying, like, if you really want to kill somebody, Ooh. don't do that. Maybe but if, don't do that, if yeah. your brain is telling you, like, we got to let go of this thing. This is not what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Then let go of the thing. Your body is smart and your mind is smarter than you are. You know, your mind is you, but your mind and subconscious mind will tell you things without you realizing. Yeah, it's so, like you're getting a message from the next room. Yeah, if you're getting a, like, an, what's the word? Repetitive thought. It's probably something you need to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, you also need to understand that, like, your surroundings influence your life and decisions. Yes. Like, Product you, of your environment. That's yeah. such a prominent thing. You have to be in control of your environment and not let it control you. And if you can't be in control of your environment, you have to at least understand that you very you can very easily become a product of your environment if you are not being careful about it. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to it's slip into easy. it, you know? Yeah. Say you're growing up in like an abusive uh, home or something. Very easy for you to become abusive. Mm-hmm. If you're hanging out with a lot of drinking, a lot of drug use, it's extremely easy to become a product of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're aware of the fact that that's ha- going to happen or very easily could happen, mm-hmm. you can take yourself out of it. Yeah. It's got. It's going to take a lot of strength, but you can do it. Well, yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is because you're losing friends in the process. Yes. You know, yeah. you're going to lose a lot in that circumstance, but... If you know that it's for the like for your best version of you, you just you got to do it. You can feel it in you. There's yeah. this thing that I that I say sometimes is uh someone asks me should I do this or this? I'll say, "Well, flip a coin and no matter what you get, you'll know what you want." Right? Yeah. Cuz you'll be hoping for an answer while it's flipping in the air. Yeah, even if mm-hmm. it's subconscious. If you get tails but you kind of wanted heads, you'll be like, oh, fuck." Then you know what your answer is. You know what the answer is. Yeah. So deep inside you, if you're giving if you're given an ultimatum by life, you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to try and convince yourself that you don't because it's so difficult, but you do. You yeah. always do. You know. Do what is right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of falls into like finding what you love to progress into your future, right? Like yeah. maybe you want to open a gym. Maybe you want to become a tattoo artist or you want to open up like an animal sanctuary Mm -hmm. or flip thrifted items. Or maybe you want to be a stripper. Whatever the fuck it is. Like it's possible. Shouts out strippers. Always. (laughs) That's one thing that's like so important though is to realize that it's possible. You're not ever stepping into impossible territory when it's a realistic aspiration. You know? Even if it seems like an unrealistic aspiration, what's the harm in trying? Well, that's the thing. If you don't try, you're not going to know if you're good. And you might not even be good at the beginning. Jesus, when I first started stripping, I was okay. Yeah. But I wasn't, <laughs> like, top-tier entertainment quality, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You progress and you grow when you learn. Even this podcast, when we first started, it was good we had like good messages to get out but finding our voice and learning how to edit better and all this kind of stuff you know we learned as we went on speaking of which i would actually like to revisit the spirituality episode because i went back and listened to it recently Mm -hmm. number one it sounds not very good Mm -hmm. and two i was i was just so like quiet and like i was just talking to you about that the last day i was like i can't i'm either too quiet or i'm like 
screaming into the microphone. And right, I can't right. seem to find like a my solid place where I need to put my face in front of the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to do a spirituality part two. So if anybody has made it to the end of the podcast, let us know if you want to hear a spirituality part two. Fuck yeah, I'm down for that. Um, So yeah, finding what you love, whatever you want, you know. Realize that, this is a big one too, realizing that financial situations are different for everybody. Yeah, and they don't define you. No. Some people are blessed with the ability to just have everything that they need to start their hobby. Or start whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Some people have to build their way from the fucking dirt. Yeah. And build their way up. Yeah. One thing, I mentioned trust fund people earlier. <laughs> um, they make me so mad. If you are comparing yourself to some fucking hockey playing dipshit who had a really rich dad who gave him everything but for some reason he thinks he's entitled to treat everybody like pieces of shit just because they didn't grow up with as much money as him don't do that yeah do not compare yourself to that fucking dipshit and dvs shoes with this fucking i'm talking about a specific person at this point <laughs> but, well i don't know him for real but i just don't i just don't like him um but like you know what i mean like, don't compare yourself to someone whose dad gave them a silver spoon when they were fucking born. No, and that's the thing. Even if you have money, if you're not fucking good at what you're wanting to do, you're not good at it. Yeah. You could be the best at something and not have very much money, but you work your way up. Yeah. And you'll be good, you know? It just takes a lot of drive. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody is good at first, no matter what materials they have, you know? No, of course not. With anything. I mean, some people are like prodigies and they're really, really good. Yeah. But that's typically not the case. If you want to be good at something, you got to fucking start shitty mm-hmm. and then get good enough to the point where you win. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I also want to just like point out that thrift, thrift stores, garage sales... Uh, Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. stuff like that will be your best fucking friend when you're starting small. Oh, yeah. Find the stuff that you need in those, like, very financially affordable areas. That's what I do. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Th- this whole house. Yeah. This whole fucking house. I don't think I have one brand new thing in this house. But- Everything in this house. And, like, I've built this house to be, you know, we both have to build, like, we built it to be a dream. It's gorgeous. It's perfect to me, you know? That's funny you bring that up, though, because I'm kind of, like, looking around, assessing. Mm-hmm. I think the only things that we that I bought brand new in this room that we're recording in, which is fucking filled to the brim with things, because mm-hmm. I love things and trinkets, <laughs> is the sound bar that I have. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy that. I got that because it was a Christmas bonus, so that was free. Mm-hmm. And that record player was new. And that was a Christmas gift. Yeah. That's it. Everything else is um, secondhand. Yeah, I look around the house a lot and I'm like, everything in this fucking house is either free, gifted, or thrifted. Yeah. From, like, (laughs) anywhere, you know? Yeah. So, don't be afraid to start small because you can create something fucking beautiful out of very cheap material. Yeah, yes. Um, I guess, like, a big factor in, like, cons- or, uh, success is consistency. 
no matter what, if you want to be good at something and you want to make it your life goal to be this person and to do this thing, you have to be consistent. Yeah, you can't pick it up for two months and stop. No, you can't. We've had nights where we're like, "Mm," even last night, we were supposed to record last night. Yeah. And we got cozy on the couch and we were like, fuck, I don't really, you know, like. Oh, I was like falling asleep at 10 o'clock. I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. And you're like, so are we just going to record tomorrow? (laughs) Fuck. I didn't even like, I forgot. Yeah. So like we took the night off, but here we are recording the next day. I still have to, it is 1020 at night. I still have to edit this entire hour podcast and get it out by the morning. Yeah. I'm, we're being consistent. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who likes it. I don't give a fuck who doesn't like it. Nobody should give a fuck. Just keep doing it. Consistency is the biggest key to winning. Yeah. That's what I'm just going to call it at this point. Just like winning over whatever you want to win. Like if if there's a bit of a fight, whether it be financial or you don't feel uh, you're, you're kind of lazy or like something like that. You know, if you want to make something happen, but it's difficult to make happen, mm-hmm. you're going to have to fight that. And you're going to have to win to make it happen. And just keep doing it. Consistency is so, so, so fucking important in winning. Think about it this way. Because we keep saying like consistency is key. The only way that you'll fail is if you stop. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only fucking way that you will fail is if you stop. Oh my god, our dog is barking and now I'm like freaking out that somebody's breaking into our house. <laughs> Oh, my heart dropped. If someone breaks into the house, I'm here and I will kill them. The door's locked, but I'm fucking like... She's on alarm system. And now the cats are... Lo- oh, my God, babe. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. We're going to pause the podcast real quick to go check for intruders. And we are back. There was no intruders. No intruders. Uh, no black-eyed children outside. Nope, I checked both doors. No clowns? Nope. Okay, so the dog was just being a fucking psycho, I guess? Yeah, she probably had a bad dream or something. <laughs> Didn't have to stab one person. Good. Good stuff. Yeah. It turned out to the to the best, I guess. Another night stabless. <laughs> Another stabless night. That's always a win. Uh, but I think that's all we have for today's episode. I'm like, that's all we have. It's like an hour of... <laughs> content sorry it's a little shorter than normal it's only (laughs) nine hours long (laughs) we uh yeah we're gonna wrap it up here as usual do my little spiel rate us subscribe download write us in follow our social medias share the podcast with your friends please yeah that'd be so freaking nice of you guys (laughs) to like it just mean a lot and freaking would. Just, just support us, you know. We, we need it. <laughs> uh, also, before we wrap it up, today we did a, a really serious episode. Mm-hmm. Very minimal laughing. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of think we should do, like, just a fun bonus episode to get a couple of yucks. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll release a bonus episode within the next couple days of you guys hearing this. Yeah, like Tuesday, okay. Wednesday something like that pick it up you know pick yeah, up the, pick up the up. vibe a little bit have just some funnies in there get the vibe off the ground dust it off i feel like we're good at being serious but then people listen to it and they're like oh and then rethinking their whole life <laughs> yeah but like, i love the ones where we can like 
laugh the whole time. Oh, yeah. The last one where I was talking about, like, Spencer's gift store <laughs> and stuff like that. That was fun. Yeah, I posted it on... Oh, yeah. I posted it on this website called Clapper. Which is, like, an 18-plus TikTok. Yeah. You have to, like, scan your ID and your face and stuff to go on to it. You have to be, like, at least 18 years old. Uh, but there's no sensory whatsoever. Yeah. There's no, like, porn on it, but people can promote their OnlyFans. They yeah. give you, like, the option to put OnlyFans in your bio. Right. So they're, like, super supportive of, like, sex workers and stuff like that. But anyways, so I had an account on there when I was doing OnlyFans, gained a few followers, and then I decided to kibosh that, turned it into our definition of fuck page. Yeah. I posted one of our clips from the... It was a vibrating penis bit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> On yeah, yeah. the Valentine's episode. It got over 2,000 views. That's nice. Like, six shares and, like, it just got a lot of traction. That's really nice. And the nice thing about Clapper, I'm just going to kind of promote them here a little bit. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No. Yet. <laughs> uh, they... It's basically TikTok. Basically. Same yeah. format, same everything. But they will push your video onto For You pages right off the hop not only that you can see big freaking titties and asses yeah that too it's uh not algorithm based either so (laughs) you don't have to fit a specific niche to like go onto it that's nice yeah literally within posting it i had like over 300 views within like a five minutes of being like posting the video yeah they just push you onto the for you page it doesn't matter you don't have to have tons of followers it's a pretty great app honestly if you're trying to promote something or get it out there but that's all we have, like I said before, and we are going to end this episode. Love chase, you guys. Chase As your always, dreams. Chase your dreams, guys. You got this. Just do it. Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm.